Hello, my awesome friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brewers Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you all all have an absolutely fantastic, blessed day today. And be sure to check out the website at healthmasters.com if you need anything at all. Lots of products on sale, including the basic fat burn stack and the maximum energy kit on sale on the front webpage. And be sure to vote for what you want to see product of the week. B-Complex is the current winner right now. Vote for what you want to see win later on tomorrow. And we, again, appreciate your support of healthmasters.com. And thank you for allowing us to bring the show to you every single day during the week with zero commercials and ads. I'm very proud of that, I might add, because I do not like commercials whatsoever. So thank you for allowing us to do that. First thing I wanted to get into, this is interesting. I didn't realize, I didn't put two and two together until yesterday. I'll tell you guys this. So I have a, uh, Lana has a cousin. Real good kid. He's 28 now. He went to the Air Force when he was younger. And uh, basically jet mechanic. Works on all types of jet planes, all-time fighter jet stuff. Really cool kid. He was over at the house during Christmas. He stopped by, and he was transferred to McDill with a big group because apparently Bumbling Mifun Biden needed to go down to the Virgin Islands. Okay, so He told me this. He said he, he opted in because he wanted to come down to Florida, so he basically got paid vacation to come down here because when the president ever goes anywhere, there's like a whole entourage of military that transfer all around him. It's not just Air Force One and fighter jets. It's an entire like fleet of military personnel that follow him everywhere. So he got transferred to McDill, only had to do a little bit of stuff here and there, but basically was on call, but nothing happened. And he told me, he said, yeah, he's, Biden's going down to the islands for the week. And uh, we don't really know what he's doing. They don't privy us to that. They just give us the option because he's transporting, he's moving. And so you could read about the mainstream media covered it too. They're like, oh, yeah, Biden's going down to the Virgin Islands for, you know, right after Christmas. And I didn't put two and two together, but I did think to myself, why in the world is, oh, you know, Biden going down to the Virgin Islands? You know, I mean, what, what, what? I mean, that's where he's going to go for Christmas. It's not very Christmas time. I guess, it's, you know, warmer down there. Maybe he didn't want to fall on some ice, or maybe, you know, Virgin Islands got some new ice cream in. I don't know. Maybe some new pudding. So he wanted to fly down there, of course, naturally. You know, he would take Air Force One all the way to the Virgin Islands to get some ice cream, which is my opinion. He's that inept and burns money that quickly, as does our federal government. But I digress. And so this article came out yesterday, and it tied it all in together because this whole thing is so, so rife with collusion. And now we're talking, you know, criminal aspects of, I mean, the level of what the government does now and what we're seeing with essentially organized crime is unbelievable. The U.S. Virgin Islands Attorney General Denise George was terminated for her position as the AG of the Virgin Islands on New Year's Day, okay? This was three days after bumbling buffoon Biden came down to the Virgin Islands. Ironically enough, the day before Biden came down to the Virgin Islands, Attorney General Denise George filed suit, (laughs) a massive lawsuit against J.P. Morgan, accusing the bank of knowingly providing and facilitating Epstein's recruiters and paying their victims. Oh, yeah. Massive lawsuit from the U.S. Virgin Islands Attorney General Denise George against J.P. Morgan. The next day, Biden shows up to the Virgin Islands. Three days later, 
this attorney general is now fired without explanation. Now, what's interesting about this is the governor's spokesperson declined to comment, saying in the statement, I'm not at liberty to discuss on any personal matter, and went on to say, we've relieved Denise George of her duties as attorney general this weekend. And essentially, we wish her the best. The governor said that the assistant attorney general, Carol Thomas Jacobs, will now serve as acting attorney general. This is interesting is in November, attorney general George, who was just terminated, reached a settlement of more than $105 million in the sex trafficking case against the estate of Jeffrey Epstein, who owned a private island in the territory where he abused underage girls. Last week, then, attorney general George filed a lawsuit in Manhattan District Court alleging that J.P. Morgan ignored the truth surrounding Epstein, such as his 2008 conviction in Florida for procuring a child for prostitution in order to keep his client. One section of the lawsuit reads, and I quote, human trafficking was the principal business of the accounts Epstein maintained at J.P. Morgan. Attorney General said the suit was part of an ongoing effort to bring accountability to those who helped facilitate Epstein's actions. Now, guys, I mean, if you can tie these in enough together. I mean, you're talking RICO Act here. I mean, this is organized crime. You have the attorney general find suit against J.P. Morgan for facilitating and basically running the money for sex trafficking. All of a sudden, Biden, the president of the United States, shows up to the Virgin Islands the next day. Three days later, she is terminated from office without cause. There is a lot of moving parts that were going on behind the scenes with this, and obviously this isn't surprising to a lot of us that know the real truth that's going on. But my friends, this blatant, obvious, complete and total criminal behavior, it was almost shocking even to me. They don't even, they're not even trying to pretend any of this stuff isn't going on right now. And so I guess pretty much what you had happen was JP Morgan Chase made a call to their banker boys and they said, this doesn't work, guys. We're getting called out as direct individuals in this lawsuit with this attorney general. Uh, this stuff doesn't need to go to life. This does not need to get any publicity. This needs to go away immediately. And of course, as so, Biden immediately flew down to the Virgin Islands. What are the coincidences of all the places in the entire country and world that Biden could fly at the snap of his moronic fingers? Anywhere in the entire world, he decides to fly to the Virgin Islands the day after this suit is filed. Come on. Come on, guys. Really? This is what we're starting to see here. It's so corrupt. It's mind-boggling. Yet, nobody wants to talk about this at all. There's a few mainstream media articles that covered it, a few of them at best. That was it. Nobody wants to talk about anything that's going on right now. Now, however, one thing that's very disturbing has been this trend that's starting to happen now. While, of course, nobody's wanting to talk about it, Buffalo Bills, if you guys saw this, Buffalo Bills safety, DeMar Hamlin, hopefully, you know I mean, he'll come through this. He was playing football last night, got up from a tackle, and uh, had a massive heart attack. 24-year-old safety, incredible athlete has a massive heart attack. They're doing compressions on him in the middle of the field. I mean, he's at full arrest. They're, they're cutting his jersey off I'm on, on live television last night. He's in critical condition out in the hospital after having a massive heart attack. My friends, really, really good shape athletes that train for this year-round that are essentially – I mean, remember, these guys go through all types of physical training and testing every single season. They don't have heart attacks at 24 years old out of nowhere – there's another one that came up that I saw yesterday. 
that popped up. And this is a sad one again. This was former Jacksonville Jaguars guard Yuchi Noriri dies, 38 years old, from acute heart attack collapsing in his home. <laughs> I mean, this is happening every single day. Day, there's another article that's coming out about this, about a well-seasoned, extremely healthy athlete coming down and having a massive heart attack out of nowhere. This isn't normal, my friends, and this is something we warned about, and yet now the media is trying to spin it every way they can. There's an article that came out from MSNBC, and it said, Australia is concerned as people are dying at an incredibly high pace, and it can't figure out why. Australia's peak actuarial body has asked the government to urgently investigate the country's incredibly high 17% excess death rate in 2022. Now, if you know anything about death rates from the Australian Bureau of Statistics, if you look at the actuary institution, they show that mortality rate normally is around the 1% to 2% mark as far as out of range. They said, I'm not aware of anything or anything comparable in recent history. We've gone back and looked historically. They talk about the flu season of 2017 being so bad, and the mortality rate was between 1% to 2% higher than normal. So this range that we're seeing now came out after Australia's latest mortality rate released in November showed there had been 128,797 deaths from January 1st to August 31st, this was 17% higher than the historical average compared to the 1% to 2% average mortality rate. This is happening globally, my friends, and it's weird to me because, you know, we talked about years ago when the Deagle forecast came out. Remember this? 2025? It was saying the U.S. population was going to be down to 100 million by 2025, and nobody could figure out how in the world they were going to do that short of a nuclear war. And even at that, you blow all the infrastructure up. My friends, I think we're watching it in full face right now. This is very, very creepy to see this. And the fact that you have every single mainstream media outlet coming out and trying to justify what's happening and try to say, oh, no, this isn't anything going on. Everything's fine. Nothing to see here. You have the COVID Omicron variant XBB.1.5 dominant now coming out. They're saying the CDC says this makes up 40% of the new cases. Ironically enough, at the same time, you just had the Wall Street Journal release an article. And this is what the article is titled. The Wall Street Journal, they don't really come out with anything that I could agree with much. It was stated, are vaccines fueling new COVID variants? And their answer was, they said, such rapid and simultaneous emergence of multiple variants with enormous growth advantages is fully unprecedented, cites a study from the Journal of Nature. Under selective evolutionary pressures, the viruses appear to have developed mutations that enable it to transmit more easily and escape antibodies elicited by vaccines. Meaning the only way this is going on, the growing evidence has suggested that the repeating vaccinations is making people more susceptible and building actual new variants, fueling the rapid evolution. Surprise, surprise. That's what we said the entire goal was from the beginning, wasn't it? You keep reducing everybody's immune system with the shot. You keep building these shots that have no accountability by the FDA. Because remember, what Pfizer, what Moderna, what AstraZeneca produces – they have no oversight with the FDA. 
They have carte blanche approval under emergency use authorization. It doesn't matter how they edit, how they mutate, how they modify the RNA gene therapy shots. FDA has told them, you have carte blanche immunity on this. We're not even going to watch you. You have full control of this shot. However, you think it needs to be modified every single booster shot. It's up to you. What possibly makes you think they're doing anything ethical right now? And this is not one giant massive human experiment on the world to see how far they can push the human immune system until they all start collapsing and blood clots start becoming a normal daily occurrence in every single town. That's just my opinion. I'm asking the question. But there are some very weird things that are happening right now. And Dad and I talked about this two years ago when the shot came out, what it was more than likely going to start doing. And sure enough, year and a half, two years later after this thing's been fully rolling out and booster after booster, it's doing exactly what we predicted, which is not something I like at all. I wish I would have been completely wrong. I wish I could have told everybody it did nothing. But this is very strange, and it's interesting to me that this whole thing with J.P. Morgan Chase lawsuit happened right around New Year's. Everything got buried, and now you have all this other drama and other theater headline that's on the mainstream media right now. Not coincidence at all to me. What do you think, Deb? Austin, I've been reading this stuff about the the player that collapsed on the field last night, and my deepest condolences. I mean, I've never seen anything like it before. Where they're actually, you know, doing like CPR and cutting his jersey off in the middle of the field. And I read all the accounts of it. And then we had the other athlete die. Die was thirty eight. You know, the one athlete who collapsed on the field apparently was twenty four years old. I mean, you're exactly right. You know, we we called this out two years ago, and we warned everybody when they started using all the injections. We started saying. This is a bioweapon. This is what it's going to do, and we're going to have unprecedented amounts of deaths that are going to occur. And we're seeing that now everywhere, especially when you push your cardiovascular system you, you know, to the max, even if you're a conditioned athlete and you get an elevated heart rate and elevated blood pressure, and you can't get the, you can't get the blood flow you need. Now, they're saying that it was because of this hit. This, this athlete fell down and stopped his heart, et cetera. I don't think I believe that. I mean, I mean, I, I know there are a lot of different people but may believe that, may not believe it. But, I mean, I've seen a lot of hits that are a lot worse than that. You know, this guy jumped up and was okay, and then he just fall, fell over, his heart stopped. So it's just an absolute awful thing. I'm so glad the NFL and its greed didn't continue to do the game, which had been horrible for the players because of the shock and all of it. Uh, so it's a real mess. And, and we need to understand that this is not going to get better. The more variants that come out, supposedly, these variants that are, quote-unquote, mutating, I don't believe that they're the variants. They could be. They could be releasing more and more bioweapons, but the reality is, is they're using the variant mantra to cover up the clot shot damages, is what I believe they're doing. And this happens all of the time with people. They, they're always trying to obfuscate with the media and saying, hey, this is what's causing this, this is what's causing this, this is what's causing this. But in essence, it's not what's causing it. These individuals that are basically being injected with a doggone spike protein manufacturing site and their cell structure uh, are getting ill. And I mentioned this last week. I have met numerous people now that have basically, you know, had all kinds of health problems and have been unbelievably sick, unable to recover. And we've been able to start them on the health master supplements and they've been able to come out of it. And we talked about this in depth yesterday, but guys, listen to me. If these people keep taking more and more of these shots, I don't care how many supplements you're going to take. It's not gonna make any difference. So if you've got friends that are like serial injectors, <laughs> they, all they want to do is take the next shot, the next shot, the next shot. Do your best to sit down with them and just say, look, why don't, you, why don't we take a look at this and see what's going on? Because reality now, over 50% of the people in the United States are now believing that the COVID vaccines are to blame for the unexpected, unexplained deaths that are happening. And we, we just need to take a look at this. A new Rasmussen poll of Americans show 
that the tide appears to be turning in the public opinion regarding the cause of the increased sudden deaths, with nearly half of the Americans now stating that they believe the COVID vaccines are responsible, and more than 25% they believe that they, that they know someone who has died from these shots. Nearly half of Americans think these vaccines are to blame. 28% of adults say they personally know someone who's had, whose death they believe are caused by the shots, and 48% of Americans believe there are legitimate reasons to be concerned about the safety of the vaccines, while 37% think who worry about vaccine safety are spreading conspiracy theories. Okay, so 37% of the population is so stupid and so asleep that they can't look at what's happening with top these NFL players. Let me let me give you an example. Let me just stop this for a second. Uh, years ago, in fact, I still worked out with him. Um, Van Green, former defensive back for the, for Cleveland and for Buffalo. And, you know, and just phenomenal athlete. Still, he's in his 70s now. I still train with him every day. We still work out hard. But Austin and I were in the gym the other day hammering the weights and dropping weights and plates and being really kind of rough on the equipment. And Austin goes, what the heck's going on in here? He heard us outside. And he goes, oh, it's good to hear you guys training hard again. And here's the thing about Van. There's the backstory on this. Highly seasoned athlete still to this day. When he was 50 years old, we were in the gym working out. This was over 20 years ago. And we don't even do pull-ups in the gym because they're too hard on the shoulders. And we, we weren't doing shoulders, you know, pull-ups that day either. This was 20 years ago. I would, I would have been, oh, gosh, it would be 23 years ago, so I would have been in my 40s. And uh, I asked Van, I said, how many pull-ups can you do? And he jumps on the pull-up rack, never, ever did pull-ups, and did 25 reps up and down all the way, 50 years of age, never slowed down. Highly conditioned athlete. When you have these NFL players, they're in the top – one millionth of one percent of athletes in the world, but yet they're dropping dead, <laughs> falling down on the field and just having heart attacks. People are beginning to realize there's something else going on here and they're starting to talk about it. But that 37 percent still who believe that this is just conspiracy theory. Of course, they're the ones who continue to believe that you know, border, all the stuff coming across the border is OK and it's good. It's ridiculous. In an interview published last night, former NFL sideline reporter Michael Tafoya who has now has her own show based out in Minnesota, Sideline Sandy, interviewed two former professional athletes to attain stardom in their respective sports. John Stockton, who's in the Hall of Fame, NBA guard, and played for Utah Jazz, and Ken Reutler is the former center who played for the Green Bay Packers championship teams. This is a great interview about how all three have endured ridicule and attacks for their stance on the COVID shots in a world of professional sports. Ken Reuter has been featured with Senator Ron Johnson and going public with his wife's crippling COVID vaccine injuries, which obviously means they're pro-vaccine before she suffered the shot. John Stockton, on the other hand, made it clear that it is true with all vaccines that and that he knew about the danger of vaccines before being COVID hit and was well prepared for the propaganda and fraud that unfolded with COVID. This is a very important distinction to consider as the public continues to wake up regarding the criminal actions and fraud that have occurred with the COVID-19 vaccines. Stockton has kept a list of athletes who have dropped dead on the field after taking a COVID shot, and he said the total is now probably in the thousands, in the thousands, guys. While Ken Reuters and others like him add a valuable voice to his discussion, someone like John Stockton is much better positioned to discuss the larger issues involved in the fraud, and you can clearly see in this interview that he explains that the larger issue today is not what side of the vaccine debate you're currently sitting on, but how Americans so freely gave up their freedoms due to fear created by COVID. He mentions how the World Organization, for example, is preparing their pandemic treaty that is being designed to override the sovereignty of the United States and other countries by developing a global response to future pandemics and the use of vaccine passport that will be required for international travel. 
Michelle Tafoya recalls how she simply asked a question on her Facebook page one day, pointing to an article published that interviewed a credible medical doctor who explained that early treatment with existing drugs like hydroxychloroquine was having great success in treating COVID patients. She simply asked, why aren't we listening to these doctors? She accounts how she was vilified on Facebook, even by close friends and family members, simply for asking a question. I've got another friend of mine, Gene. He's asked several questions. He's gotten slammed. Carmen's been asking a few questions. She gets slammed. You know, she ended up leaving Facebook for a while because of this. You know, I think her most profound statement of the whole interview was, we can't forget what happened. And Austin and I say this all the time. We cannot forget what they've done to us. And this is why, when you guys remember, and Austin and I got a lot of criticism, even from some of you guys, which is kind of frustrating us because we're trying to tell you guys the truth. You know, we basically were telling folks, don't comply with these regulations. Don't comply with the mask mandates. If they require that you wear a mask to walk into a restaurant, go to another restaurant. If they comply, require that you basically have to travel, don't fly with, with masks. If you have to have a mask to fly, don't don't fly. You know, for the first, I, I for, for the first time in a couple of years now, I flew flew to St. Louis here a few months back. I flew up to New York here a few weeks ago, and I and I try my best not to get on you know public transport anyhow. But the reality was, I wasn't getting on the airplane having to wear masks. We've got so many pilots now, so many shortages now, so many staff shortages now with the big airlines because they were all being forced to require to take them to shots. That these lawsuits haven't even begun yet. They haven't even begun yet as far as the massive amount of people are going to set up class action lawsuits against their employers who force them to take shots. This is not going to go away. This is going to continue and continue and continue as long as 37% of the people are so incredibly insouciant that they're unwilling to take a look at the real numbers and the real facts. There's nothing we can do to stop this mess because they're going to be the ones who are going to be the trolls along with the other people who are paid trolls by different government agencies to stop the, quote, misinformation that's being spread. As long as we have this paid troll stuff happening, people don't want conflict. You know, People don't want to say to the waiter, my food's not right. People don't want to say to the front desk of the hotel, hey, something was wrong with the room. People don't want to say to the people who they brought the product from, hey, this product didn't do what it was supposed to do. People don't like conflict. And as long as people are unwilling to stand up against conflict, what's going to happen is they're going to continue just to comply with the regulations. Another perfect example, a judge now has ruled that a church meeting near an abortion business has caused psychiatric symptoms, and he orders the congregation to pay $100,000. Again, they stood up against this, and now they got slammed with a $100,000 fine. The church at Planned Parenthood, TCAPP, in Spokane, Washington, has been ordered to pay $110,000 in damages to the Planned Parenthood of Greater Washington in northern Idaho, according to the KL. KXLY, a judge ruled the church violated state law and the meetings interfered with patient care. Their actions, the judge claimed, created an increased risk of hypertension, increased pain, and a variety of psychiatric symptoms. These so-called symptoms were allegedly caused by the group willfully or recklessly disrupting the normal functioning of the healthcare facility by making noise that, that unreasonably disturbs the peace within the facility. The injunction was issued against the church last year with Judge Timothy P. Finesse ruling the church intends to interfere with the services Planned Parenthood provides, namely abortion. The church holds services on a strip of grass across the street from Planned Parenthood, and now they're being fined $100,000. And, and you know what's sad part about this is, is all of this stuff is being done on purpose to limit the amount of blowback that these organizations and groups are going to get by saying, if you do this, remember what happened with the guys last year in Colorado, two years ago in Colorado, he refused to bake a cake for a same-sex couple. And end up going to the Supreme Court. I mean, this stuff is crazy because these groups are being funded by George or Soros or who knows who else 
that are basically allowing them to use huge amounts of legal fees in order to basically circumvent the true nature of what the Constitution talks about to allow them to force people into compliance to just sheer intimidate by intimidating them. And, and it's sad to me. I mean, it really, really is. Another story. This is an interesting story. Uh, there's a doctor who is discussing vaccine, vaccine-induced blood clots on live TV. Gets cut, gets cut off to switch to his weather report. This is this is crazy. Um, it's ITV in the UK. About it's about as, it's like BCC or CNN. The doctor starts explaining the induced blood clots, so they interrupt her mid speech and tell her they have to switch to the weather channel because obviously that's way more important. I've had this happen to me before. Years ago, I was doing a show, this big show, evening show. And I started discussing 9-11. I started talking about the Solomon Building and Building 7, how the Republicans and the Democrats this, – this guy was – it was interesting. This guy was basically unbelievably with me as far as the beginning of the show because I'm hammering Democrats, right? And all of a sudden I said, well, let's talk about George Bush though. We've got to talk about George Bush. We've got to talk about 9-11. We've got to talk about Building 7. We've got to talk about the Solomon Building, and we've got to talk about how both sides of the aisle have been compromised. And, man, it was, it was, it was literally – Five seconds. He goes, well, good having you on. And I put gone and done. I was like, just, just, just straight hung up on me. And the crazy part about this is he won the top ten shows in the country at night. But he did not want me discussing the other side of the aisle. It's like I've talked to you guys before about with Mancow. Mancow told me that as long as you stay partisan, you stay Democratic or you stay Republican, you push both sides of the aisle and you galvanize the public in either direction and you cause division. As long as you do that, they're going to let you stay on radio and let you have a big format, big platform. If you don't do that, what ends up happening is you're quickly removed. And this, oh, I hate to say this, this also includes Christian TV, and I've, I've seen it on Christian TV also. If you're not promoting Zionism, just just a little thing here to toss out on you on a, in the first part of the year. If you're not promoting Zionism, you know you're going to be basically put aside and kind of looked at. If you go against and say something against Zionism or about the real powers that are ruling the planet or whoever they are because our battle is against these principalities and these demons and these other dimensions and these things the Bible talks about in the heavenly realms, you start talking about that in the ancient Canaanite religions, you instantaneously, instantaneously get pulled off. A couple of years ago, I was only a good friend of mine that I've been doing shows with for over 30 years, close to 40 years. And we did a show on this. He let me have the whole 30 minutes, and I've talked to you guys about this before, and it was pulled off of YouTube. He put it back up again, and they told him that if he put – this is a major network, by the way, with 60 million households. They told him that if he put that show back up again, they would not only pull that show down again. They would pull the entire network stuff, all the YouTube videos down from all of their other guests also. Yes, it's that extreme, even in a Christian market on Christian TV. I heard it once called the Christian Mafia. You say, well, what do you mean? Well, I'm not going to go into detail with that because it's going to just disrupt a lot of you guys who listen and watch Christian TV. But a lot of the major networks and major, how should I say, TV evangelists are marching to the same tune. And I will go out and say this because I'm not mentioning any names. Many of them are probably high-level Masonic leaders. Just thought I'd mention that too. Don't you remember a few years ago when Pat Robertson used a lion's paw on the cover of the, I think it was Time magazine? You know, Don't you remember the picture of him on the cover using that? So all of these people, the very highest – well, most of the people, I would say, at the very, high, very highest level, not all of them, have had some other agenda in their past. And they're, they're allowed to take their, how should I say, skills as far as communication and allow it to grow. Somebody gives them the nod. I could tell you another major TV evangelist who was given the nod by a well-known Satanist in California who was very high up in the hierarchy. I, I, I can't make this stuff up. 
I just know too much about too many things. I don't want to talk about them on the air because of liability exposure and because of safety exposure. But guys, think about what you're doing. Think about who you're supporting. Think about what they believe. Because remember, this is the day the Lord hath made. You know, we will shall rejoice. We shall be glad. And we need to understand something that God's got your back. He always has. He always will. And if we understand who he is, that he's going to give strength to the weary. And he's going to increase the power to the weak, like it says in Isaiah 40, 29. We need to realize that Jesus is dependable. He's faithful. He's trustworthy. When you feel tired, too tired to go on, rest in Jesus because Jesus' strength is endless. And since you're in blood covenant with him to the most high God, that means your strength is endless. And you can go on and fight. My mom used to always say to me, if you give up, you lose. And she was right. It's an old saying she had. And it's the same thing with us right now. We have to continue to fight the good fight. We need to continue to put on the armor of God and stand against this tyranny that's enveloping the United States. Look at this mess with Biden. Look at this mess down in the Bahamas now. Look at the stuff in the Virgin Islands. Look at all of this stuff that's going on. Look at the fact that the FBI is actually covering up huge amounts of data that actually links this whole thing with Hunter Biden and, and, and President Biden. To, to this this whole this whole mess that's happening, you know, you know, with the, with a the laptop. Here's the article. This is from the Daily Mail. This is some of the Bobo thing. This is this is an international newspaper exclusive. The Justice Department is concealing 400 pages of sensitive documents, laying bare payoffs and gifts to Hunter and Jim Biden from China, Russia, and Ukraine. After acknowledging the records exist, a lawyer claims in a suit. Colorado lawyer Kevin Evans sued the Department of Justice in March after it failed to comply with his request for records on the Biden's business dealings. Evans asked for documents under the Freedom of Information Act, and he requests information regarding any relationship, communication, gifts, and remuneration for any form between the Bidens and China and Russia and Ukraine. He said the government lawyers first admitted in court to having at least 400 pages of potentially relevant documents. Evans claims the DOJ are now trying to get away with saying they can neither confirm or deny the existence of any records that match his request. Unbelievable. It just never, ever ends. The corruption that we have at the highest levels as this country has been infiltrated by the communist people that basically came over with the Frankfurt School who are now usurping the authority of the American people that are left, the uh, 70 percent, the 60 percent that are actually have enough of this stuff and the over 50 percent now who believe that the COVID vaccines are directly responsible for all these deaths. And it doesn't matter. It's no longer a government by the people for the people. We, the people, it's become special interest groups of the oligarchies that are controlling everything through their State Street, Vanguard, BlackRock you know, investments. And by controlling the actual DNA of the human population now, by injecting them with an mRNA DNA vaccine changing shot that's producing spike proteins. It's not going to get any better as long as they continue to do this. Remember, this transhumanism agenda is real. It's like Austin talked about later or earlier this week. This shot would never have been approved ever been approved for human testing whatsoever because of all the ferrets and rat and all the ferrets and, and cats that died. But because it was being used under emergency use authorization, they allowed it to go through and be used on the human population, not on a you know hundred people or a thousand people in a test trial. It was done on the entire population. It was being done on purpose because they want to create a two separate species here on this planet is what they're trying to do. One's going to be the ruling class, you know, HG Wells talked about this years ago in Time Machine, and the other one's going to be the basically the dumbed-down class that likes to eat insects. That's what they're trying to do, and they're going to be trying to do everything they possibly can to create that divergence in the system. I promise you, these top people, these top leaders, they're not taking these vaccines. There's no way. If you, if you see them on TV getting a shot, it's a placebo or it's basically saline solution. It's nothing. I guarantee there's no way if they've got somebody who's really, really important and they're going to take a chance of that person dying of a clot shot. There's no way they're going to do that. They can't. So, again, they're creating two. And, of course, the brain ships are going to be used to train and enslave. 
they're not going to give you brain chips so you can download information like in the Matrix and also know karate and know how to handle weapons. They're not going to give you that. They're going to give you stuff that's going to make you subservient and infertile and that you're going to do what you're told to do and you listen to what they tell you to do. They're going to give you the, the chips in your brain and the injections in your blood. They're going to make you basically a subhuman class that's going to be a worker bee class. That's what they want. That's all they want because they want to diverge us again like they did in Genesis chapter 6 where you had the ruling elite, which would have been the following, the Nephilim, the sons of the fallen, the bloodlines of the fallen angels, and the masses of the people whose brains were trained to have evil thoughts all of the time to some type of neural interface link, which they've, I'm sure, developed back then also. So all of this stuff is upon us. I mean, we're sitting here looking at it. If you're not energized by what's happening and you're not aware of what's happening and you're not willing to stand against us right now, when are you going to wake up? That's my question I ask. When are you going to wake up and start telling people? This, this sounds so far out there now in loony land when you talk about what they're doing until you see the guy last night, 23 or 24 years old, fall down and have to be, do a full – do a, have his jersey cut off in the middle of the field. And now all of a sudden you start realizing, whoa, Ted Nelson warned us this was going to happen. You know, this one other athlete says there's over 1,000 athletes that have had this issue. Guys, we've got to wake up. We've got to say genug, which is German for enough. Enough of all of this stuff. Start telling the people your truth. The truth. Start forwarding these shows or shows that you like that you want to forward. Wow, I love you guys. Also, what do you think? Of what's your next story? Well, no, you're right. I mean, it reaches a point where people have to start discussing this and saying, okay, we can't live in our little normalcy bias, Dr. Seuss world anymore. And we actually have to address this is really happening. I saw another article from another second. ABC producer, this was 10 News out in San Diego, California, suddenly dies last week from massive heart attack. Nice-looking lady out there, producer, ABC, done. And I found out now what's interesting about this is ABC, Nashville and Angela posted this on Twitter, the link to it, that ABC has actually been in litigation now for the past year and a half for denying religious exemptions. Oh, yeah. That's, that's 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 how far this is going. They wanted every single person to get the shot. Remember when they came on national television and they said, if you don't get the shot and if you don't force your employees to get the shot, we're bringing OSHA in. We're going to fine you. You remember when that they did all that? Then Biden came in at the end of 2021 and said the, this winter is going to be a winter of cold death for all of you unvaccinated people. You're going to overwhelm the hospitals with your death. I'm like, I don't receive that. You can take that basket of snakes and shove it back in your face, buddy. Uh, it's funny. Um, everybody that's um, not getting the shot isn't seen having random heart attacks all over the place. That's what my buddy said that one day I told you. He said, you know, the best part of being a conspiracy theorist is uh, not coming down with myocarditis. <laughs> well, imagine that. And, I, you know, I watched that video, too, last night. Steve came in. He's the one who told me about it originally. He was actually watching the game. And I thought about this for a second, Dad. You know, we know that the, the, these shots are causing these blood clots, and a lot of it is the blood coming from the, from the uh, brain, coming down to the vein. And they're developing these clots and having these irregular heart rhythms and heart attacks due to these blood clots. Think about this for a second. You made a comment. You said it's primarily we're seeing this, a lot of it. Not, there's still a lot of people that are just coming down with it, but a lot of this is being very prevalent in the athletes. We saw it over in Europe as far as the soccer, the football they have over there. We've seen it now here in the United States. It's all of these major athletes that are getting more coverage because, A, they're more televised, but, B, they're exerting themselves to an extent. I'm just going to throw this out there in far left field. and You guys catch it if you want. What if one of the main points of this shot – was to increase massive risk of heart attack and blood clots so that 
people couldn't exert themselves aggressively, meaning no fighting, no revolting, no resistance, no ability to maintain any level of significant combat in theater because everybody starts having heart attacks as soon as their heart rate goes to the roof because they're involved in extreme combat or fighting or resisting. Just throw that out there real quick. You guys let me know what you think about that, but it just seems awfully odd to me that we're seeing this come very prevalent now in all of these athletes that are extremely strong. I mean, these guys, their level of genetics and ability to train to this level, like Dad said, and I don't care what you want to try to train for, what you want to try to do. You have to have a level of genetics that is much higher than the normal population to be able to compete in a lot of these sports, to be dominant in these sports and actually make money and be competitive. You have to. It doesn't matter. I don't care who you are, what the argument is. You have to have an extreme genetics to be able to handle this. Where your body, your muscle tissue, your VO2 max, your heart, everything has to be extremely strong to be able to be in these situations. Yet you're seeing the top-tier athletes in the entire world dropping dead randomly here and there from heart attacks and blood clots. Now we're seeing the entire military Terry has pretty much been injected with these shots. Oh, that's right. What's the military there to do? They're to defend the United States Constitution from enemies domestic and foreign. Interesting, isn't it? So crazy that they were so bent on forcing the military to get the shot, even though the prevalence of COVID in the U.S. military was like next to nothing. The rates of COVID in the military were next to nothing. The rates of COVID death in the military were next to nothing because – Majority of people that are very well-trained athletes and in very good shape and do PT every single day don't normally die from COVID ever. That was what the entire significant research showed. The vast majority of everybody that was actually dying from COVID were obese with two or more comorbidities. We saw that. We saw the research. That documented very clearly. But yet suddenly everybody has to get this shot. Everybody has to get it. No questions asked. you got to get it. got to mandate it. You can't eat if you don't have it. You can't shop if you don't have it. You can't fly if you don't have it. Oh, what was the point of the shot considering the fact now we're seeing even the Wall Street Journal is pointing out that the vast majority of people who are getting the shot are getting sick and that it's now being contributed to a massive, massive increase in all these different random variants that keep popping up left and right. They keep telling everybody to be scared about. Hmm, guys, the writing's on the wall. You can see it very clear as day. All you got to do is open your eyes and look. Now you're seeing Apple is now telling suppliers to start building much fewer components for their AirPods, their watches, their iPads, their MacBooks, and their iPhones now. Oh, yeah, this is on Zero Hedge this morning. They've come in now, and Apple has alerted us to lower orders for almost all production lines since the quarter ending December, partially because the demand is not there for products. Now, a lot of people are saying it's because the economy is starting to slow down and people don't want to buy you know, more electronics, and that very well could be a high possibility, and that will be a contributing possibility in a recession. But is it that Apple knows there's not going to be as many consumers to purchase their products over the next year or two, so there's no reason to have a massive glut of supply? Isn't it kind of weird how we've seen the same thing happen in the vehicle industry? Now we're in 2023, and we're still hearing about parts shortages Part shortages. Oh, this this delayed, this delayed. Every single major vehicle manufacturer has reduced production of all vehicles across all lines, period. Even ones that have gotten parts. They still make trucks. They still are making cars. You still got to wait a year to get them half the time. 
That's interesting, isn't it? The fact that now most of the American vehicle manufacturers are moving to a on-order manufacturing only, meaning it's like Europe, where you have to go in and actually order a truck and then wait 6 to 8 to 12 months to get purchase of the vehicle. They're not bringing in inventory and leaving it on the lot like they used to anymore. Hmm. Could it be that they also know the consumers simply aren't going to be there in the next couple of years? I don't know. Just a thought. Dad's brought that up a couple of years ago, but I find it very interesting that this shot is primarily affecting, we're seeing now, individuals that are high-paced, high-active athletes that are running around now that are having actual massive heart attacks and dying. Just something I thought I would throw out there. Also, to another news, switching gears, this is something that's interesting and positive. I know there was a lot of people that were very pro-Trump, no Trump, don't care what your stance on that is. If you remember, there was a huge controversy about the MAGA hats, which I told everybody before. I cannot believe that there was uh, – you saw the level of insanity that ensued with individuals that were so mad simply by a hat. We've never seen it before. I've seen people walk around with shirts with profanity and all types of horrific garbage on them. I'm like, whatever. I'm not going to look at that. And that's pretty sick having a hat, like saying something like that, but I don't care. I don't get a giant fist fight altercation with them. They're walking around with a t-shirt or a hat on simply my concern is I'm not going to look at them, but there were people that were getting in fist fights, assaulting people, grabbing people, robbing people, sucker punching people simply because they were wearing a MAGA hat. Well, now this has been a pro Free speech for in the court now, a teacher who wore a MAGA hat to school was engaging in constitutionally protected free speech. A U.S. appeal court has now ruled Eric Dodge, the teacher who wore the hat to two days of teacher training in 2019 to school in Washington State while taking it off before entering the building, but setting it near him, now has finalized the suit and has won the case. So pretty much what happened was the school district came in and said, you can't wear that hat because you're disturbing other people in the school. And he said, there is no explicit profanity on this hat. I'm simply saying, make America great again. This is a very clear-cut pro-American statement. I don't care what you think about it. I'm not eliciting or trying to cause any type of issues in the school. I'll take the hat off, but I'm setting it beside me. Well, there was multiple hardcore anti-Trump haters in there that pitched a fit and said, it's causing me distress. I'm having a panic attack every time I see his hat. I can't deal with this. They flat out said, you can't wear it, period. You can't bring it. And he said, no, I can. And this thing has been ongoing now for the last two years. And the uh, U.S. appeals court has now ruled that this hat and this behavior and being able to wear something like this is protected under the First Amendment. And again, I don't care what you wear. If you want to wear it or don't wear it, I don't care what your support is as far as from the president that pushed it. My main thing was I thought it was a very good slogan, make America great again. That's pretty positive. I like that slogan, and it was ironic to me how the individuals that were constantly calling for peace and unity were the ones that were literally screaming and having conniption fits when they saw somebody simply wearing a hat because of the Trump derangement syndrome. If I saw somebody wearing a bumbling buffoon Biden hat, I support Biden's ice cream habit. You know, something stupid like that. I'm not going to care. I'm just going to look at him and go, dude, you're a real big moron. I cannot believe you actually support this bumbling buffoon who doesn't even run the country, who shakes hand with the air almost every single conference that he comes up to and gets lost walking on stage in a circle. If you actually think that's a president, you actually think he's operating anything, dude, I got some incredibly good oceanfront property in Kansas to sell you if you're interested. This is my stance on it. But again, remember, 
And it wasn't about those people. It's not about, and this is the way the communists act. It's never about people being able to live freely unmolested on their way. It's about you have to accept my ideas. You have to accept my, my patterns. You have to accept my perversions, and you have to absorb them and make them your own. If you do anything and don't do exactly what I tell you to, I'm going to have a complete and total meltdown nightmare, and I'm going to let everybody know that you're a horrible person. And that's how they act. Now, what's ironic about it is I saw an article earlier, and it was a very blatantly clear article. She was stating it was from Candace Owens. She said there is no five-year-old in the world that is explicitly gay, lesbian, transgender, or heterosexual. Small children do not think about sex or about sexuality unless they have been groomed to do so by an adult. They are simply children living in a children's world. And she's very right about that. She was referring to what we're seeing now in this transgender, you know, sanctuary state in California now. Five and six year old children have no explicit statement when it comes to their sexuality. Now, a lot of times boys will be attracted to girls and girls attracted to boys because that's totally natural and that's normal. But there is no explicit statement from them. They don't walk around and go, five year olds go, uh, I'm a um, cisgender, heterosexual, or whatever these stupid things they come up with now, 58, 70 different genders. They never say that. Because they don't know anything about that because sexuality is not a concept that is triggered in a brain of a five-year-old. They simply live as children. They live in fantasy worlds in their own mind. But like she said, the only reason a child starts making these comments is because they're being specifically groomed by pedophiles in my opinion to make them think and plant these seeds in their head to start making them ask questions and make statements and make completely things that are far-fetched outside the scope of childhood in order to try to further their perverted adult agenda that is why they are so bent on making everybody accept it they remember they don't they, they, being and doing their little perverted world is not enough for them because when you start dealing with depravity and you see this when you look back at Sodom and Gomorrah, depravity knows no limits. It knows no spectrum. It's fully engaged in as far as it can go outside of every realm, and it takes it to every realm. That's why when Lot brought the angels into his house, it clearly says all men, both young and old, descended on Lot's house and demanded he bring the men out to them. And then he offers him his virgin daughter. I mean, golly, what a sex sick guy lot was i mean i'm pretty mad if i was her and they go we don't want her we're not interested in your daughter we're, we're past the point of that we want these guys you just brought in these guys are good looking this is how perverted they were in this city this is what happens when there are no limits and there are no biblical guidelines when men go to full evil when every thought is evil all of the time it's full perversion this is what these individuals are trying to promote. This is what they're trying to instill in this younger generation. This is what they're trying to force everybody to accept. And then if you don't like it or you say anything against it, well, suddenly you're a transgender, anti-homophobic, transphobic, anti-Semitic, racist, neo-Nazi, skinhead, whatever words they want to come up with. I mean they got a whole laundry list now. Why? Because they want to make you feel uncomfortable. They want to try to force you into submission instead of being a man and stepping back and saying, I don't agree with this. I'm not going to go along with this. I'm not going to support this. Like dad said earlier, so many people are so used to not having conflict and they're so scared 
to have anything happen or anybody say anything to them that they automatically hunker down and say, I don't want to get called anything in public. I don't want to have a conflict. I'm just going to shut my mouth and I'm going to go along with it. The problem with it is that may be okay in certain scenarios because there's certain scenarios you may need to control yourself like airplanes. (laughs) But when it's coming down to the kids and it's coming down to the protection and the life and the salvation of the souls of our young children – There is no limit and there is no response that will be great enough that I will make sure everybody knows I do not go along with this agenda 100% of the time. And that's where people have to start becoming now because it's not about us, guys. We're, I mean, it's about the younger generation. What is going to happen in 20 to 30 years if we don't keep raising little Americans? That's my point I've tried to convey to people, and I still every single day, Dad, what do you think? Well, also, we stopped raising little Americans a long time ago. I mean, we really did. I mean, then that's why we are where we are. We stopped teaching them, you know, how to respect ladies if they're a man, they're a boy. Uh, We stopped teaching the women how to respect their husbands. Uh, We stopped. We start telling them, you know, that, you know, treating each other with disrespect is okay, And, you know, and, and being adversarial is okay. And, you know, an unbridled competition against the sexes is okay, and we can fight each other and fuss at each other and carry on and be unbelievably mean to each other, and that's all okay, and that's going to attribute to a good marriage. And it's simply not true. None of that is true. The biblical values and the biblical principles that we were basically given in this country by God Almighty himself and by Jesus and by the founding fathers of our country before it got sucked into that Masonic mess back in the late 1700s. You know, we're for freedom of religion and freedom of worshiping God properly and, and doing as we saw fit based upon the word of God and, and doing what we know we needed to do. But we've fallen a long ways from that. It's like my dad told me years ago, he asked me, he said, why did the Roman Empire fail? And I said, well, dad, I said, because the barbarians came in. He goes, no, he said, he stopped raising little Romans. And that's what we've done. I mean, you, you, you watch, and you know, you go through the universities now. And I've done this at Florida State. You know, I've gone to visit Harrison numerous times, and I've done that with you know, different organizations and schools here locally. And you walk through campus and you see a lot of transgenders, you see a lot of gays, you see a lot of lesbians. Uh, you don't, what you don't see are a lot of heterosexual males and heterosexual females. And the few that are left are like desperate trying to find somebody that's not a weirdo. Ooh, did I say that? I did. You know, you see, you see that, you know, with, with, you know, with people now just trying to get along with their spouses and get along with their wives and show each other respect. And it's just, the whole thing just, it starts going sideways really, really fast, especially in marriages and relationships. If you're not Christ-centered, if you're not centered on what God Almighty wants you to do in your life, and, and we see this, you know, the thing I learned a long, long time ago this is how I was able to stay married to Sharon for 38 years and have such a wonderful marriage, is that you've got to be able to, you have to be willing to give 100 percent in both directions all of the time. It's not just once, not just twice. The problem arises when one person wants to give 100 percent, the other person wants to take 100 percent, not give anything back. It doesn't work that way because it always causes conflict because the person that's giving ends up saying, hey, wait a minute. All I do is give. All you do is take. This is not okay. And all of these things have been brought to us by cultural Marxism, by the destruction of the division of the nuclear family, of men against women and children against husbands and wives and all the rest. It was all brought to us by the school system and all brought to us by the media, all brought to us through the Hollywood group that basically is a bunch of perverts. All of these things have been pushed onto the population of the American psyche until now, like you said, Austin. They simply don't want to stand against anything. They want to go ahead and just go along to get along, and that's how they believe. And I heard that so many times. Well, I'm just going to take the shot because I'm going to go along to get along. Well, how's that working out for you now that you're sick all the time and you've got blood clots and now you're, you've got gangrene and everything else? And you've got huge clots in your legs and you don't know what to do with yourself now because you're so ill. And I'm not being mean. I'm not. I'm sorry, but it's just it's just that's the way it is. We can't sometimes you just gotta say no. I'm not gonna do this, I'm not gonna be like this, I'm not gonna you know act like this, I'm not gonna be that person. 
And if you do that, what ends up happening, you'll stand firm in the word of God and realize that this is the day the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and I will be glad in it. I will stand firm in the word. That's why the Bible says in latter days, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Where do you think we are right now? Who do you think is doing all of this stuff to us? And Jesus warned us, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be upon my return. All of this stuff is happening right now with this transhumanist agenda. And they want to get us away as far as they, as they possibly can because of their atavistic hatred of Christ. They want to get us as far away as they possibly can from the teachings of Jesus. That's what they want. And that's their goal here. That's why you have the churches. They won't, they won't bring up the gospel. They won't bring up the blood. They won't bring up the crucifixion. They won't bring up repentance. They won't bring up the things of God that we know we have to do as Christians. They don't want to talk about it. It's always going to be a happy, happy message in which everybody gets to do whatever they want to do whenever they want to do it, and everybody's supposed to be happy, happy, happy. The rest. Have you, how's that working out for everybody listening right now? How's that working out for the United States of America as we slide into the ash heap of history? How's that working out for all of us? You've got to stand firm in the word of God. You've got to have a goal. You've got to have a dream. You've got to have a focus, and it has to be on the word of God. If you're going to have a civilization that's going to be able to last, you've got to have certain rules in place. You know, total freedom. It's like also says, you know, Lot brings out his daughter. Oh, we don't want the daughter. We want the man. I mean, this, this, it goes to a complete and total level of perversion, and we can't do this. You guys remember to stand your ground. I had the opportunity and the privilege to pray for you again this morning as we continue to start and begin this 2023. I love you guys. I appreciate you so very much. Thank you for your prayers. I really, really need them. You guys are absolutely amazing. The show needs your prayers, and thank you for the support you've given us with Health Masters. I love you guys. I'll finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Yes, absolutely. And this is, you know, what we've been seeing now is something that we've been trying to convey to everyone the best we can. That's why I told you guys, you know, for years now, you've got to look at something deeper than what you see on the outside. Joseph Goebbels, the godfather of propaganda in Nazi Germany, made it very clear. You make the lie big enough. You tell the lie long enough. Eventually, people are going to believe the lie, no matter what it is, no matter how far-fetched it is. This is why you have to take everything you hear nowadays with a grain of salt, unless it's biblically based. And even at that, sometimes whoever's talking about it, you've got to kind of question what they're doing. You always have to keep people in check. Do your own research. I tell people that all the time. Go Go do search engines and look at the same stuff we talk about. we got tons, dozens and dozens of article links we put on the website every single day. My brother Harrison is the attorney. He still works for us every single day on that and posts stuff up on the the website every single day. So you go through and click up all the news articles, everything we talk about and way more every single day. And the thing about this is we do this for you. We, We don't need the articles. We already have the articles. We already read the articles. We put them on the website to help you do more searching and more reading and more, you know, research and make it easier the best we can. So I thank you again for the continued support of healthmasters.com and this show because our customers, we couldn't do it without you. You know, I mean, it's it's been last year was interesting. You, there's a lot of transition. There was a lot of stuff that we were trying to do. Massive price increases in this market that we've eaten. A lot of price increases, and we've been so thankful. You've still been supporting HealthMasters.com and getting whether your toothpaste or your organic mouthwash or your multiple vitamin and something from us. Just that helps to keep the show funded and continues to keep us rolling along. So I appreciate the support of that. And that's why we continue to bring you the highest quality supplements we possibly can, because it is our duty as Americans. It's our duty as Christians to take care of our bodies the best we can. And I know sometimes we don't do that. (laughs) I get that. Sometimes we push ourselves way too hard. We don't sleep enough or you drink too much caffeine. I get we've, we've all been there, done that. But one of the things you can always do, 
is always try to take care of your body so you can get the absolute most output out of it. Putting race fuel, you know, putting 110 octane leaded race fuel in your race car is going to make it run a whole heck of a lot better than putting in 87, you know, nasty poo octane, just the cheapest you can buy at the gas station, just the way it is. There's a reason why people dress fuel because it yields better results. You put proper nutrients in your body, you put proper fuel, you put high dose methylcobalamin, B12 and B vitamins in your body, you're going to get better results out of it. So you have higher productivity. You have better success in whatever you're going after. You're more efficient. You have better mental acuity. All these things are designed to help your body operate at its peak potential. Because quite frankly, I mean, there's nothing worse than going through life and being so sick and tired and having no energy. You just try to go along to get along to get through the day. That's horrible. Nobody wants that. And that's why we do the best we can here at Health Masters to keep people as strong as we can possibly help as far as in our position and give you the best nutritional and health and dietary advice we possibly can. So thank you for that support. If you need anything, healthmasters.com. Feel free to give us a call if you need anything, 1-800-726-1834. And as I said, there's lots of different specials going on right now. Going to be bringing a lot of new coupons and specials and stuff over this year. Told you I got a whole new website that I'm putting together for you all. It's going to be really, really cool. I'm really excited about it. So I appreciate the support. Thank you for getting the show out there. Thank you for getting the website out there. If you need anything at all, you know where to get a hold of us. Have a blessed, safe, awesome evening. Stay strong as always. We'll talk to you again on this show tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network. <laughs>